Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here's Marketplace Veteran and your host, Bob Lambert. Good afternoon, everybody out there beaming from the world headquarters here in Chicago, Illinois, worldwide. Uh, AM 1160. Boy, if you don't have that downloadable app to listen to this, get the downloadable app, AM 1160. You can listen to us from anywhere out there, so there's no excuses. But for those of you that might have an excuse, also you can go out and listen to any of our broadcasts at our podcast on all the popular podcast channels. So uh, get out there and check it out, faithmarketplace.com. And here at Faith Marketplace, we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with Resources plus community make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And boy, I've got a reoccurring one today, and I'm just so thrilled and excited to be with him again. Again, I'm Bob Lambert, the host of Faith Marketplace and also the founding member uh, and partner of Samurai Business Group. At Samurai, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their revenue top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. I don't know if that's for you or not, but a lot of them sure enjoying that. At the Samurai Business Group, we put we say we put the win back in your sales, okay? Well, listen, I am so excited about this because this is a gentleman that we, he and I go back, oh, geez, probably about more than a half a decade, probably more than closer to a decade. When I first met him, I want to introduce you to Dane Sanders. He is the marching, mark, well, managing director of Madison Street Capital, and uh, we're going to really get into that. You're going to be excited to hear about this, especially all you business owners out there. Dane, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, the thank last you. time you were on, you had a different business. You did more marketing did. and all that kind of stuff. I did. So there's a, this evolution that uh, has happened with you. We're going to get into that a little bit more as to how that all happened. But uh, I, you had an interesting quote that you shared with me. What was that all about? And let the, the audience know what that is. Well, the 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 quote is. Um, is one that, um, being a, a, a pretty pragmatic guy myself, it's a quote that just just, just fits. Um, and the quote is this. It's, what you do speaks so loudly that I cannot hear what you say. <laughs> and that's actually a quote by um, Ralph Waldo Emerson. But, the, you know, basically it's, it's saying that your actions speak louder louder than words. And, you know, for, for me... Um, you know, the businesses that I've been in and, and uh, the you know the paths that we have kind of crossed as, as right. professionals, that's so important to me. That is so, so important to me and so easy to see as well. Right. Um, so it's it's a quote that just that just fits and and I, I've always sparked to it. I'm very fond of Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's one of my favorites and it was actually my dad's favorite and to the point where, uh, and his, his mother and father's favorite, that his middle name was Emerson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and... My youngest son's middle name is Emerson, after my, you know, my father's middle name. So, well, you're, you're yeah, certainly a fan. I, I am a big fan, buddy. Believe me yeah. when I tell you. Hey, uh, before we get too far down the road, what what are the takeaways you want the audience to get today from our talk? Well, you know, we're going to talk about um, my, you know, my, my faith journey. So I mm-hmm. certainly want people to, to uh, you know, to get a, a, an understanding of that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, and I, I look forward, Bob, so much to uh, being able to, to, to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're also going to talk about, you know, my professional life mm-hmm. and, you know, how, 
how I, I bring those two things together. And with respect to my, uh, my professional life, you know, I want them to know that, you know, although investment banking is somewhat of a transactional and it's a numbers-based, uh, you know, business, I approach really the, the, the practice of investment banking from a relational standpoint. Yep. Uh, and that's really, really in, important to me. And that does make you very unique. Yeah, yeah, around think, a lot of guys yeah. like you, you know, you know I like to, I, I like to think that it that it does, you know. Um, so I, I really want people to to understand just the, the passion mm-hmm. and, and the dedication that I have from a relational standpoint in a very transactional um, business and practice. Um, you know, just the importance of of uh, starting early, the process of of wanting to think about selling your business. You know, uh, what it means to start. Uh, early and, and kind of what that really, you know, really means, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that, um, you know, the effort of, of raising capital or selling your business is, is really not a, a do it yourself endeavor. Right. It, it can be, of yeah. course, you can do anything you want to yourself. You can try right. to, but, uh, there's some things that, uh, are better, uh, not in that, uh, DIY, <laughs> right. uh, category, yeah. but, but just those, those things. And then again, just, um, how I, mesh and merge those things with you know my my faith journey and how that informs the way i approach my business absolutely and uh, this is a gentleman that walks it guys i gotta tell you i have been so profoundly touched and influenced and impressed with dane how he carries himself and uh, this is the real deal you know and you can hear it in his voice so uh speaking of that okay let's let the audience know will you, you come out a bouncing baby christian boy <laughs> well, I came out um, bouncing, and I came out a boy. <laughs> okay. So uh, we got we got two of those for for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, Bob, I was uh, I was raised in the the Catholic faith tradition. Um, you know, went to went to Catholic school, um, but like maybe so many other people. Um, you know, there was, there was a time when, you know, I, I, I kind of fell away, right? right. Yep. Um, probably starting in college a little bit. Um, oh, this, uh, we've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, I understand, I understand it's a very unique path, you know, not, not many people travel that path. I'm, I'm one of few that have done that, right? But, um, but yeah, there was, there was a time when I, you know, uh, didn't really have, God or my faith as right. as any kind of a priority or really any kind of a presence in in my life, mm-hmm. um, but it was um, as I was in my my twenties mm-hmm. and um, had some disappointments that brought me literally to my knees. Yeah, and that'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it it did it did and uh, brought me to my knees and. Um, the one who was there comforting me um, when I was on my knees was was our our our, our Lord and, mm. and my Savior, and that was the beginning of me um, really t- coming. Yeah, uh, I don't know, even I don't even know if it was so much of a coming back, Bob, if, mm-hmm. as it was, it just um, recognizing, okay. you know, and and then at that time recognizing that the times that he had actually continued to be in my life, right. uh, even when I wasn't making time for him or recognizing, recognizing sure. him in my life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a, 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 a certain thing that happened that brought you back? Cause we've heard this, I've heard this story many times and oftentimes people do wander away or get off the rails during uh, you know, the college years or younger years. 
And then it seems like there's an event or something that triggers them like you. Maybe something was a, you know, a downturn or something. Uh, or oftentimes they're having kids. You know, they're starting a family. And all of a sudden they're recognizing that, hey, you know, we've got to have some foundational stuff here. Was there anything like that for you? Yeah, no, it was just, it was just some disappointments. Um, you know, I, I didn't make any terrible decisions at all. Okay. But, you know, just some, just some disappointments that, you know, that I suffered and some setbacks that I had suffered. And um, like I said, it just it just brought me to my knees and kind of crystallized that uh, how cool I thought I was and, uh-huh. and you know, uh, you know, Dane, right? And all of that yeah, stuff. Right? Doing all yourself, yeah. man. Yeah, you yeah I, was trying, I was trying to do the, uh, you know, the <laughs> DIY myself. Yeah, right? there you and, go. And that wasn't, that wasn't working out too well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a like, just a series. So, of that, so like, were we talking your late thirties when they or twenties th- when they kind of started to hear and see this coming about? Yeah, I'd say probably twenties. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty eight. Okay, you yeah. know that's about what I've been hearing from a lot of yeah. people. Late twenties, yeah. early thirties. You know, yeah. and <laughs> so, ironic. You know, the, the ironic thing, Bob, is that that's the exact same time that you know I, I met my wife. Ah, you know, my my wife who's, who's still my my wife today. Yeah, fortunately. Um, and um, I think it being on my knees and and kind of uh, turning to the Lord uh, opened my eyes to a lot of things. And when I opened up my eyes, and boom, she was standing right there. There so, you go. Now, so that was, good. was she a person of faith at the time? Or yeah. <laughs> you know, she she was and she wasn't. She was kind of in that same place where okay. she had um, uh, God wasn't really much of a priority for her. Sure. But the you know the really wonderful thing, Bob, was that. Uh, that was something that I was able to um, help, not intentionally, but yeah. that was something that I, uh, as a result, I was able to help her with. Because ah. I, I, I was okay, starting great. to go back to yeah. church, and uh-huh. and at that time, I said, well, you know, I'm going to go to, you know, there's like a, a mass, you know. Yeah, and, right, yeah. And I said, well, you want to come? And uh-huh. she was she was Catholic, so she said, yeah. So we started going to, to, to mass together, and oh, wow. she hadn't really been going for a while. So okay. we, we started we started um, blossoming in, in that area. Oh, that's together. great, man. That is awesome. That is so cool. And, and, and it's great to do the journey together, too. I mean, you know, leading. Because oftentimes we've heard the prompting where, uh, you know, guys falling away quite a bit, but the, the uh, wife or the significant other was really a person of faith, and then they came along, you know, that journey. Uh, I've heard it the opposite way, where it was, you know, gentlemen bringing, you know, the spouse into that kind of relationship with the Lord. But God bless you. Arrived, buddy. You're here. You yes, know that's yes. you, you haven't had to look back now, man. Yes. You know? <laughs> it just keeps getting better, Dane. <laughs> As mm-hmm. you well know, it it really does start getting better. Um, you know, I want to save this for the next time. We're going to dive in uh, pretty deep onto the practice and what you're doing now because I think it's so important out there, particularly for our owners and business people who are in business, to really get uh, you know a lot more of a kind of the inside look of what goes on behind you know the walls of finance, you know, and how a lot of this comes together. But uh, you guys got to stay tuned because I'm going to be back here with Dane. But in the meantime, what I want you to do is I want you, if you're looking for ways to increase your business, are you hungry for business, relationships that matter, that help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually, welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where we form relationships that lead to quality referrals and life transformation. Experience networking with others of like mind and spirit via monthly meetings that follow a powerful format that invites interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app, sharing leads, prayer requests, and increased visibility with the entire G7 network. I'm proud to announce I am the regional manager here in Chicago. We have five chapter startups. So if you want to know more about that, 
Get on the phone and uh, text me at 312-210-0603, keyword G7. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, back here with my guest, Dane Sanders, uh, Managing Director of Madison Street Capital. Uh, And we're going to find out what the heck is Madison Street Capital, by the way. Yeah, Madison Street Capital, we are a boutique middle market investment bank. Okay. Uh, and in, in middle market, we, we, you know, that's that's a moving target, Bob. Right? Yeah. Right. Everybody's got a different right. perspective and idea of what constitutes the middle market. Well, with, uh, with us at Madison Street, you know, we view that as businesses that are doing anywhere between 10 and 500 million a year oh, okay. in annual revenue. Okay. Right. So, so that, 10 that's, million to 500 million. That's yeah, pretty, 10 pretty big range. <laughs> it's, it's big range, big range. You yeah. Know, and, our, and our sweet spot is probably about 10 to 10 to 100. And that's kind of our bread and butter okay. space where, where we do deals. Yep. Okay. So um, let's, I want to take us back a little bit because mm-hmm. I kind of launched you into that. But let's set this up a little bit from the standpoint when you were on here last, what were you doing? Yeah, I, I had my own uh, marketing consultancy doing okay. marketing and business strategy right, for, exactly. for, for middle market sized businesses. Yeah, yes. right. So what made the transition? What made you say? Great, great question. Great question. And, you know, I got to tell you, Bob, you know, my path to being a, a managing director in an investment bank is very, very <laughs> untraditional. Right? Very untraditional. Not many uh, folks uh, come to this, to this place in this position through the marketing channel, right. but I did. But how that happened was, you know, I was running the uh, my own marketing consultancy, right. like I said, working with, um, really with um, uh, middle market sized manufacturers, family owned businesses and manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And I met a guy, you know, I'm always out meeting, talking right. to a lot of people, that's how yep. we met many years yep. ago. And he said, you know, I'm raising capital, you know, about uh, $16 million for a client. And I said, I really want this, presentation to to investors to be like a marketing document. Ah, So it was something I had never done before, but you know, I did it. Um, We were successful in, in, in that raise. And I said, you know, I've got clients that I know are always looking to raise capital or they're looking for an equity partner or they're looking to sell. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm talking directly to the owners, but we're not having that conversation. We're talking about the business strategy and the marketing so and so forth, but I can start asking them questions about those things. And you know, if they have some needs, I can start making some introductions. So long story short, you know, that was, uh, I think two firms ago, Mm -hmm. but that's how I made the, the transition. Okay. So, so really, you know, as a, as a managing director, my role is, is, is deal flow. Right. So leveraging the, the network that I've built over all these years and, and all right. the different people that I know and, and, you know, the referrals that I get now, it's uh, a lot of companies are, are looking to do any one of the, the four things that we do. And mm-hmm. at our firm at Madison street, you know, we're not, you know, we're not sexy. We're not cute. We've got four lanes. And okay. we stay in those lanes. We're pretty strong in those lanes. But those lanes are raising capital for our mm-hmm. clients, you know, equity or debt. Uh, we help our clients either make an acquisition, buy a business, okay. or we help them to exit or sell their business. That's okay. the third thing. And then the fourth thing we do are business valuations, letting, ah, letting okay. companies know exactly what their fair market value is in the marketplace. Right. Uh, and we do it to a degree where there's nobody that's going to be able to knock that, that valuation down. So it's, ah, it's, a, pretty, it's okay. a pretty strong and sturdy valuation yeah. and, and it is what it is. Those are great pillars because they're interactive. Pretty much a lot of them are interactive, you know? Yeah. I mean, they, 
Capital is, is in the middle of all that. Sure. That's your name because whether you're selling, you're buying, you're looking for money, you know, uh, to do something, uh, you know, it's all there. It's, exactly. It's, that's, that's really at the crux of it. So who's an ideal client for you guys? So, you know, an ideal client for us, ironically, ironically, is not someone who is looking to uh, do any one of those four things today. Mm -hmm. uh, that's always, you know, that's always, a, you know, the perfect scenario. Right. But, you know, we like to talk with clients uh, a few years in advance of, of, uh, of a transaction so that we okay. can, so that we can get acquainted, so that we can do the proper proper planning and be able to go to market when it makes sense versus having to go to market uh, at an inopportune time because, you know, we, we got in, involved in the, the game so late. Right. But, you know, as far as what those clients actually look like, you know, certainly they're going to be, you know, the business owner, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's going to be a trusted advisor to, you know, to the, the business owner. And again, you know, our and my objective is not necessarily to say you need to hire us today and, and you know, let's get started, but it's, let's have a conversation. Let's, yeah, let's get acquainted with I was impressed when we sat down for lunch and you started telling me about the process that you take and lead up to this. Right. And, and it's really, I mean, I was very impressed with the fact you. what you guys do and, and tracking that. Maybe we'll get a story in it, maybe of somebody name withheld as sure. to how that progressed, you know, because I think you shared a story yes, with me about yeah. this. So why don't you share a story about that, how, how it started, the relationship started, and then what, you know, what would it lead up to? Well, that, you know, a perfect example is that, of that is, you know, uh, uh, a client that we, I met um, in Wisconsin mm -hmm. um, about four years ago. Okay. You know, now with COVID, you have to add two years. Yeah, to right, anything, exactly. Right? So <laughs> it was, I know it was before COVID, and it was like a year, so it was probably like three or four years ago. But anyways, they have a very, very successful large business with a lot of different businesses that they own. Mm -hmm. um, very, very uh, nice group of people. It's a family-owned uh, business. Okay. Um, and all the, the, the siblings that own the business are all really genuine people. And they're people of God, too, by the way. Ah, there um, you go. That's a really, But they are really, really <laughs> nice people. But, you know, I pursued and got to know the principles over the course of literally about three and a half years okay. of just getting together, having breakfast, having lunch, talking mm -hmm. about our, our respective families, talking about our, our journeys. We would talk about our, our, our walks with, uh, with the Lord as well. Oh, wow. That's um, great. But eventually um, they said, well, we've, we've got some things that we want to do. You know, mm -hmm. we've got some things that we want to do. And we've, you know, been given... Uh, the firm through me have been giving have been giving given the um, the assignment to to go out and do some do some things specifically uh, okay. you know for them. But that's you know that's a perfect example of just nurturing that relationship, um, right. having them to get to know me, having right. me to get to know them, and just building uh, just building out that relationship. Well, it, you know, he speaks volume because it's about trust, and especially when you start talking about family-owned, privately held businesses. They gotta trust somebody if they're gonna be putting, you know, the, the nest egg in front of you or any of these kind of stuff because they, they take this very personal and very private. And I know a lot about the Wisconsin companies and family-owned businesses. You, you, it takes a while to get a relationship with those. You know, you, you you hit the, the the nail on the head, Bob, because that's exactly the way that that I approach it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like I said, the, the things that I do are very transactional, but I right. realize that the person that I'm sitting across the table from, they remember what it was like 
back in 1989 <laughs> right. when they were sitting at the kitchen table with their spouse and they were wondering how they're going to make payroll right. or they remember their parents yep. um, you know, in the early 70s or the mid-70s having that same conversation, how are we going to make it and, and what are we going to do? Right. Now that business is a $200 million business or mm-hmm. it's a you know $125 million business, but they remember those times. They really did put their their literal their literal uh, blood, sweat, and tears right. into that business. And so when they entrust that to to me and my firm to help them do these really important things, you know, I I've always considered that to be a a, a sacred trust and, and yep. an honor to yep. to be able to um, fill that role and to help them in that regard. You know, and one of the questions I ask you, like you know, and I do this a lot. What what makes you unique? And you gave me a great answer. I, and I preach this, by the way. So you really rang the bell for me. What, what would you tell people that makes you unique? <laughs> well, what makes um, Madison Street um, Capital unique is is me. <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it 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 is, and and really, it goes back, uh, Bob, to what what I was just saying. Um, right. You know, I've got, um, you know, colleagues and other folks uh, that that do what I do that approach the business differently, and that's, that's fine. But mm-hmm. what makes you know me different is, is, is truly me mm-hmm. um, and the, you know, my perspective on uh, that building that relationship and understanding the importance of what I'm entrusted with. Um, when someone says, I want to hire you, Dane, or you know, Madison Street through you, Dane, to help me uh, raise uh, you know, several millions of dollars, or sell my business, or acquire one. Let's 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 talk about this real quickly. What kind of problems do you help them solve? Yeah, um, certainly their their needs for capital, mm-hmm. right? Um, being able to get access to to capital, and and uh, we're going to go out and we're going to uh, acquire capital, whether it's debt, whether it's equity, mezzanine, or I don't want to get all technical no about way. it, but we can we can get capital on in the table mm-hmm. uh, for them in myriad different ways. But we're going to do it in the quickest, cheapest, and most rational manner mm-hmm. uh, to get them what they need and get them on their way to uh, to doing some of the things that they need to do. Um, the other thing we're going to do is, like I said, when they're when they're ready to exit and they want to exit on top, uh, I like to say that I'm a Sherpa. Uh, people, there you go. When people. <laughs> Uh, kind of ask me to describe myself. I always say I'm a Sherpa, right? Because our, my clients, they want to reach their summit, right? right? They want to yep. reach their summit. But making that climb up that mountain is is pretty, it's treacherous. You bet. And it's something they don't do every day. So they don't have the, the experience to yep. know how to navigate the, the pitfalls that they're going to encounter making that ascent. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have a Sherpa by their side that can kind of keep them focused Keep them moving, helping them to avoid the pitfalls, the crevices, and the crags, and all the other things that they're going to. They are going to uh, encounter. Yeah, and get I love. Up I on. love what you said. You know, this is not a DIY project. You right. Know, get pros around you, and you know, there's a lot of mistrust in your industry. You know, because people have been taken down the garden path. You know, and all of a sure. sudden, just to wake up and find out, oh my God, this. You know, this wasn't what I was expecting. So, sure. I my hats off to you. Well, listen, I'm a proud, to, uh, proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. They've generously provided their talent expertise to develop and maintain a Faith Marketplace website. Get out and check it out, faithmarketplace.com. Marshall Mullet, the owner, which I know very well, has a mission to help small mid-market businesses be more effective and efficient with getting results from their marketing technology. 
With her vast experience, Inbound Studios builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. As a result, the company has evolved into a premier provider of web technology service in the Midwest. Get out there and check them out. Inboundstudio.studio. Again, inboundstudio.studio. Going to be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my guest, Dane Sanders, the Managing Director of Madison Street Capital. You got a good glimpse of that in the last section. Uh, we're going to have to touch on a little bit again uh, in this section, but uh, I want to get into, obviously, this is a, a, a program, and it has been now for nine fabulous years, of how do we connect our faith and work, Dane? And you gave a little bit of an example of that, you know, the family up in Wisconsin, they happen to be people of faith also. And mm-hmm. I have to believe that helped a lot with that relationship and bringing you guys closer together because, you know, foundationally, you have something in common. And, uh, and as we know, faith can be a very strong belief as to what that does in your life, as you said before, you know, what it did for you. So um, what do you give God glory for in your business? You know, Bob, I'd, uh, I have to say that I, I give God glory um, my business, not only because I love what it is that I do, mm-hmm. but I love what, what it is that I do. I like what that does. Ah, okay? okay. I like what that does for people. Okay. Um, you know, I work with privately held family owned businesses, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people, when they think investment bank, they think they have to be, you know, this large, you know, this large right. concern and they, they really don't. That's, that's, that's why we fill at, at Madison Street Capital, you know, we fill a, a really, really a great niche uh, of working with, you know, this, this, you know, middle market and sometimes lower middle market sized businesses. So we will work with these family owned and, and these, these uh, privately held, you know, businesses, but those businesses, Bob, those, those are really the, the lifeblood of, of our economy, yep. right? And the people that run and own those businesses, you know, they've, toiled and they've persevered for years to, um, you know, against tremendous odds and challenges to get them to where they are and to get to a point where it makes sense for them to have a conversation with someone like me, you know, and they've provided jobs and, and, and done, you know, numerous other things, you know, and, and really the fact that I can help those businesses continue to grow by bringing in, you know, the capital or structuring an acquisition or, you know, helping that owner get rewarded through a sale of the business, all mm-hmm. the years of, of, of work, and, and now it's time for some reward by, you know, by a sale, and then helping that new business move to the next level. Um, that, to me, is like a feeling like no other, okay. to be able to have a hand in that. So I, I give praise and glory to God for the gift of being able to do what it is that I do for a living. Yeah, and that you were especially gifted for. Yes. <laughs> you know, let's give him praise for that. Hey, we, <clears throat> I don't want to forget about this one because we've we've gotten in this pretty good. But people, I got to tell you, uh, Dane bought a fabulous offer today. And that is he, a 30-minute one-on-one phone or Zoom consultation to discuss how to raise capital, sell or acquire one uh, in the marketplace uh, into 2023. So we want to get you out there and um, you got to... Text me at 312-210-0603 with the keyword BEST, B-E-S-T, okay? B-E-S-T, keyword. 
and you're going to get this 30-minute interview with Dane. But I got to tell you, that is worth gold. I mean, I don't know what kind of price to put on that, but 30 minutes <laughs> of your time, buddy, is well worth it, uh, big time. And so get out there. Again, text me at 312-210-0603 with the keyword BEST, okay? And we're going to get you hooked up with Dane. All right, now, um, what you gave praise to the Lord about and all that, how do you incorporate your faith at work? How do you do that? You know, I think it's um, it's it's really how how I how I how I treat the people that um, you know that I'm, that I'm engaging with and, mm-hmm. and working with, um, and you know you know certainly in in a in a client um, you know a prospect uh, you know situation just how I treat them, but I, I think even further than that, Bob would be I I always take a phone call and I always return an email. I get a lot of emails from mm-hmm. a lot of solicitors that are mm-hmm. looking to sell services and things of that nature. And I, I believe me, I know how incredibly tough that is. Yep. <laughs> you know, a lot of times we don't have needs for some right. of those services that, that they're that they're offering. But I know what it feels like to have somebody at least respond. Mm-hmm. And so I respond to those to those emails saying, Hey, sounds like a great service. You know, we're, we're, we're pretty well baked with everything we need in, in, in our firm, but all the best to you. Yeah. And and I, I've got that already prepared, so I'll send that out. Have you found yourself praying for your clients, uh, you know, and uh, in, in any way, you know, sharing your faith with people? You know, I I, I do. It's, it's something that um, I, I'm careful with sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, there's some folks that will will say something, and I'll I'll, I'll know um, that they're a person of faith, and mm-hmm. and we can have those those conversations and, and things of that nature. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it's something that I'm, I'm I'm probably a little bit more guarded about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing. Um, but again, it's um, you know, it's it's the actions in a sense more right. than the more than the words, mm-hmm. right? So I also get a lot of younger folks who want to know what it's like to be in investment banking, and they'll send out a, a you know a request to to talk, and I, I always always no, make time for that. Always make time for that, right? Um, because well, one, I've got a I've got a son who yeah, right, trying, exactly. he's yeah. now trying to do the same thing, and I want people right. to take time with him. But it's just. It's very, it's very important to me, and and God's put me in this place, and and I think that He wants me to, to, to share. So right. I try to incorporate um, my faith, and it informs some of those uh, decisions that I make, and making myself available for for people. And I, and I know there's others who who just ignore those things and just move right. on and don't have time. Yeah, and that that's good because again, for the young people, you're giving them hope. You know, you're giving them some inspiration. You're, you're giving them some inside stuff here. You know that this is what this industry is about. You know, and you know, I'm going to help you open up your eyes a little bit. You know, versus sure. what the myth and the you know all the shiny objects are. And there's a lot of hard work here. You there's know, there's a lot of there's a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of legwork you got. A lot of that. And if that's not something you're used to, and the other thing too is, you know, uh, pet, go give it forward. You know, when you're reaching and helping, pulling people up like that. One of the messages I try to do with young people is, you know, understand something. I'm giving this my time and willingly because I want to help you. Just pass it on. Do the same to other people, okay? Because there's other people that need your help also. 
uh, just because you aren't, you know, 50 years of age and have all this sage wisdom, it doesn't mean that you don't have perspective or some way of helping somebody, you know, that is true. and, and being a that source to them. So I, that's one of the things I want to make sure that, you know, when I do something like that intentionally, I want to make sure that the intention also is to pass it along, do the same thing, you know, don't ignore this or, or blow people off or the popular term, like ghosting them, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Hey, um, uh, I want to get into to um, talking about that. Uh, you, you know, you talked about the young people in, and and you know how you dealing with them. Uh, how do you when they come to you? What what do you do to inspire them to to do this? Because you know the the good, the bad, and the ugly of this kind of business. So what do you do to try to spark, spark them on or inspire them? You know, Bob, I I, I like to think um, that I just talk real. Okay. Right. Keeping right. it real, as yeah. they say. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think um, sometimes you can have, like you said, the the wise sage who's fifty or fifty plus in my case, I would say, um, and they're you know they're like, well, you just need to just be happy that I'm just even talking to you, and you know the, the you know the wisdom sounds like it's coming from on high, right? Um, I just try to to meet them where where they are, okay. And it doesn't mean that I, I revert to uh, you know the cadence of a of a nineteen or twenty year old, right? But I try not to be this uh, kind of this stuffy pompous right. older guy, yeah. But just say you know, hey, this is this is what it's really like, and and just kind of uh, unsugarcoated um, and just answer their questions. Uh, and, just, and, I, and the one thing that I do say, Bob, and I, and I say this with a lot of people that me, I say, you know, this is just as my experience, okay? This is just how Dane sees it, right? Somebody mm-hmm. else uh, you talk to might right. give you a completely different answer. So I'm not saying that my answer is, is the absolute yep. right answer or best answer. It's just the right answer and the best answer for me. Yeah. And so I'm just telling you how I see the world from my perspective, right? You know, and just giving it to you the way, the way I well, see it. Well, the other thing, too, is cool about what you do. You backed into this career. You didn't come through the normal door, like you said earlier. You know, that would not be something, your pathway was not something you would see right. like, traditionally across the industry. Right? Certainly, yeah, certainly yeah. not. Yeah. And I think that gives you a special place and a special perspective, particularly when you have this outside perspective looking in what the real world thinks about some of this stuff, the myths and everything else, and then you actually had the opportunity to, in your, that assignment, to, to bring it to life. As to, what is this really, and you had success with it. Well, that got you a peek on the inside then. What's that going to look like from the inside out then? You know? Sure, and that sure. gets so cool. Hey, uh, before we, we get out, man, I can't believe the time's flying by. What words of wisdom were you giving to your younger self, speaking to younger people? You know, I think I would um, tell myself that not to be afraid. Okay. Right? Yep. Not, to, not to be afraid to, um, you know, to, to, to try some things. I think that, um, you know, I was... You know, I was pretty cautious sometimes as a, you know, as a younger person, mm-hmm. um, thinking that you had to have all the boxes checked before you could make a move and things of that nature. So yeah. I think that I would tell myself, of, you know, you know, don't let being afraid or not having it all figured out okay. you know, stop you from, sure. from trying something. Um, that would be, yeah, that would be one of the things that I, I would say. I, okay. there'd, be, there'd probably be a few more I'd <laughs> say, too. More, right. <laughs> well, you're right, because... Yeah, you know, again, you don't know what you don't know. You get excited and anxious about that. Oh, geez, I don't know this. And, and you know, as we all, and I, I'll raise my hand in it, I didn't want to admit that I didn't know stuff. So I was telling the old adage was fake it till you make it kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Well, people can see through that. You know, right. it's like, you, right. you know, 
I think it's more telling if you ask the question and say, hey, I don't really have the answer. Whoa, before this thing ends, you got a great story. we got to squeeze it in here in 30 seconds. What's cool, funny, and exciting about you or amazing about you? <laughs> this is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Back here with Dane Sanders, Managing Director of Madison Street Capital. And I wanted to, I want you folks to hear about this, you know, naming something cool, funny, interesting that he is. So, Dane, share with this audience. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to date myself here a little bit. Okay. But um, as a kid, back in the early 70s, I was on a TV show. Okay. A uh, children's TV show that I think it aired in several markets across the United States, but it was called Romper Room. I remember Romper it. Room. Anybody yeah. remember Romper Room? Right. So, uh, so I was on Romper Room, um, and I remember thinking that um, I was going to be embarking on a child star career in Hollywood. I love it coming out of Romper Room, right? <laughs> that that was going to be the launch pad, you know. Yeah. From, from Romper Room, I was going to hit. Sesame Street, right? Yeah. Maybe Electric Company, okay. right? Yep. They're probably looking for somebody like me. So uh-huh. Electric Company, Mr. Rogers maybe, and then, you know, from there, movies, right? right. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, Romper Room was canceled, I think, or something <laughs> like that. And, of course, okay. my, uh, my dreams of a Hollywood career and all the stardom that came with it was, uh, was canceled as well. Okay. But, that's all right. Well, folks, here's the deal. In this segment, traditionally, we take on a mystery subject. And I didn't get a chance to tease you on the last segment, but Dean and I are going to roundtable a mystery subject today. So what's the mystery? Because there's a lot of mystery around it. What's the mystery we're going to, we're going to tackle today? Well, let's, let's, let's talk about the mystery of what investment banking is. Ah, very right? Why don't we do that? Yeah. Why don't we do that? I agree with it. Okay. And you're the guy to tell us, uh. you know, because it, it, it's it, different things to different people, right? So you know, let's, yeah. Let's clear it, up the myth. It is, it is. So, you know, with, with, with our firm, you know, as an investment bank, first of all, um, we don't write checks. Okay. okay? We don't write checks. Okay. So when we, when we do a deal um, and we fund a company, um, bring capital into, into a company, say they, you know, they're looking for, you know, $6 million or $10 million, something like that. Mm-hmm. What we have uh, or what we do is we will work as the advisory firm. So we've got a cohort of a little bit better than 1,300, yeah, a little bit better than 1,300 investors in funding groups that we work with. Okay. So family offices, hedge funds for our larger deals, um, traditional banks, retirement system money, endowments, foundations, pension funds, <laughs> traditional banks. So as a result, Bob, we can... Um, you know, we can bring equity uh, money, which is an investor brings money to the table and says, okay, we own a, a portion or percentage of the business for, right. for giving, you know, for, for you know, uh, putting the money there, right. investing the sure. money. Uh, or we can do debt where it's some kind of a loan structure. Okay. You know, we can uh, do what's called mezzanine, which is kind of fits in the middle. So we can get really creative with alternative lending, things of that nature. But we don't write the checks. But in a sense, that's better because it allows us to have a very, very wide um, breadth of businesses that we're able to work with because our investor pool and our funders are so vast and they have 
appetites or desires for different kinds of companies and businesses. So as far as industries, I always like to say we work with companies, you know, that range everything from the Flintstones to the Jetsons, right? And everything in between. Uh, dating myself again. Yeah. Well, you know, what? I, what what's interesting about that is, is the perspective of it. And I love you clearing this up because there's a lot of mystery around this as to how that works versus a bank versus SBA loans versus any one of a number of ways to, you know, have capital come in. But it sounds like, or at least it seems to me, this gives you a lot more flexibility of structuring stuff. Yeah, a lot Putting more, things together. Yeah, a lot more flexibility. Um, also, it frees up the owner, mm-hmm. right? So if you go to the bank mm-hmm. as an owner, a lot of times you're, you're going to be representing yourself and going to right. the bank, and, and that can be you know, a, a full-time job in a sense. But with an investment bank, our perspective is, hey, let us take on the full mantle of preparing you to go to market, whether it's right. going to market to raise money, going to market to sell your company, or going to market to to uh, make an acquisition of a company and doing all the due diligence in, in, that, uh, in that regard. Okay, so another question. Distinction between investment banking, as you described it, and private equity. Right, so private equity is a function or the type of a structure that an investment bank would 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 transact right okay. if we if we say company a is looking to raise capital they're open to raising capital by taking on an equity partner okay and a lot of times that'll work out well for an owner because they say hey in addition to the capital i'm going to get an equity partner that can maybe bring some strategic direction to the business right. or maybe bring some other things to the business as part of an owner right uh, the equity partner says i get you know, part of this ownership, uh, I put in the capital, we, uh, you know, make some changes and we do some things to grow the business. You know, I still own X percent or whatever we've worked out. And then when I'm ready to exit, I exit at that percentage, but we've increased the valuation of the business. So I get, you know, I, I've made, I've made money. And I got to believe the PEs love you because you're already wrapping this package up for them, you know, and you're sitting there saying, Hey, look, you know, this is what you got here. And, and they're looking for equity. Is this something that fits your profile of, of companies you want to invest in? Exactly. And that's, you know, a lot of times these, these uh, you know, the, the funders and the investment groups that we work with, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty well isolated. You know, mm-hmm. they, they like to stay behind the scenes and they're, they're, right. you know, they're, they're really tough to identify and kind of track down on your own. Right. But they give access to, right. to firms like ours. But the rub is, well, you need to don't bother us if you don't have anything worth right. worth our time. If you start giving us things that we really don't want to see or we're, we're not in the market for, you know, you probably won't you know, get returned phone calls and emails and things of that nature. But right. as long as you bring some things that fit for us, you know, we're, we're going to take a look at them. Right. So, um, so it works out, works out really, really well. Uh, and we know, um, you know, which group has an appetite or, uh, you know, would have an affinity for what type of company and what type of deal. So we're able to already, you know, know that going in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're not going to take a, a client deal um, if we don't believe that we have a pathway to success. We stay away from that G word, mm-hmm. guarantee, right? Yeah. We can't guarantee anything. <laughs> right, exactly. But we, we, do feel, we do feel extremely confident and very strongly before we decide to engage and, and, and have someone become a client of the firm that we're going to be able to be successful. Okay. Now, how do people get a hold of you? Because I know this is going to stir some interest. So how do they get a hold of you? 
Yeah, um, they can reach me through um, my email, mm-hmm. uh, which again, as I always said, I always answer my emails. So, right. uh, and that's d sanders at madisonstreetcapital.com. Okay. Or they can, uh, they're free to, to give me a phone call as okay. well. Right. Um, and that is 312-488-9690. Once again, 312-488-9690. You heard it there, folks. You want to be able to really dig into this. If you're out there, you're looking to, uh, for an investor, you're looking for uh, capital infusion, you're looking to buy or sell, you know, Dane is the guy, I'm telling you right now. He's going to be my go-to guy. There's no question about it just because of his presence. He's a godly guy. He lives up to his word. And he walks this, okay? He doesn't just talk about it. And you can tell just from this interview, uh, he's sincere and he, he's in it for the long game. This is not just, he doesn't look at things as a transaction. He looks at a relationship. And I would suspect you get a lot of business from satisfied clients and people you've helped, right? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, Bob, we met, you know, several uh, moons ago. Yep. And it was through networking. And so I built a, you know, a very, you know, robust network. And so I'd love to say every opportunity comes through a referral. I'm still, they still hustle a lot, but a a good number of the majority do come through referral. I can't believe we're up on time already. I could talk to you for another hour about this. Hey folks, get the, come back to business again next Saturday, noon to one o'clock here on AM 1160, uh, faith marketplace where we help, uh, you know, Owners and people in business come together and talk about their faith and their work and what that, the importance of that, too, because God put us here on earth to work, but also that we have to be faithful about what we do as far as our work goes in building kingdom businesses. We'll be back next Saturday. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.